every month, us ladies have a time period that's like about a week or so where we aren't able to pray, we aren't able to fast, we can't touch or hold the Quran, and we are going through so much pain. And during that time, we sometimes feel so disconnected with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We feel so disconnected with our deen. But just because we can't, you know, pray or we feel like we aren't connected to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala doesn't mean that we actually aren't connected to Allah. We are. We always are. So in this episode, I want to talk to the ladies. I want to give you four tips that can help you feel still connected with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala even though you're still on your period and you can't pray and fast. So I hope you enjoy. Hello everybody, Assalamu alaikum. Welcome back to Peace of Mind. My name is Amira Abdullahi and I hope you all are doing well. I'm very excited to get into this episode because it is like I named this title, the title of the episode, it's for the ladies. So yeah, and I also got a lot of recommendations to do this episode. So hope you guys enjoy and this satisfies you and this helps you and is beneficial for you. Um, yeah, so I want to talk about what, you know, women can do when they're on their period, how they can still connect with their iman and not lose their whole, you know, deen and not feel like they're even lower. Because sometimes, like, I've seen some things where, like, you're finally getting into, you know, the habit of praying and you're waking up from fajr and all of this, but then your period comes. So then you have, like, a week of, like, not praying and that just ruins your whole schedule and ruins your whole habit of actually getting up and praying on for like on time for like fajr. So whenever that period comes, it just like ruins it. And then whenever it leaves and you're done and you're ready back going back to pray, it's hard to get back into that habit again, you know, waking up for fajr. It's hard and all of that. You know, so I just want to just explain some things and discuss and give some advice about what you can still do to connect with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and what you can still stay in the habit of doing those things that you're doing, you know, whenever you weren't on your period and just like, you know, having that good habit. So I hope you guys enjoy and hope this benefits you a lot because I know it is pretty hard for us girls to continue to have our iman up even after we have like these breaks, but like we don't want it, but you know, it's qadr. Allah made it happen for a reason. Like this is not our control, but it is Allah's control. And that is the first thing that we should remember. It is not an us. We, you know, it's not like we're choosing not to pray. Like Allah commanded us not to pray whenever we were on our period. He commanded us not to fast when we're on our period or to hold the Quran when we're on our period. This is from Allah's will, you know? This is from Allah. So that means that we can't be complaining about it, you know? Because if Allah wills for something, it means that it's for the best. Allah did it for the best and he only wants to help us and, you know, do good for us. And it might not seem like it when you're on your period because, you know, you're going through so much pain and you're just like hating everything, bad moods, mood swings. And then you're like, I can't even pray. I can't even do this. How am I supposed to even connect with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala when I can't pray and all of this? Yeah, you are right. Praying is like a big part of connecting with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It is a huge part. But because Allah commanded us and told us out of his will that we can't pray and we can't do all these things when we're on our period, we have to find other ways, you know. It doesn't mean that we should stop asking him for anything. It doesn't mean that we should stop worshiping him because he told us about this one thing, which is just a break. And this is also just a test from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It is a big test from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that we have to go through all this pain, you know, and still walk around normally, still go to school, still go to work, still be kind. It is for it is a test for us to be patient as women. It is a test for us to be patient, especially if we're going through cramps, if we're having bad moods, you know, if you want to get angry at everything, you just want to yell and, you know, someone is annoying you and you literally just want to like punch them or something. 
it tests our patience to see if we can be patient of what Allah, you know, commanded us to do. Allah, this is Allah's will. That pain is from Allah, you know, and it might seem like a cruel thing from Allah, but he is the most merciful. He is the most kind. He has every reason for a thing. And you know, this hadith, right? This hadith narrated by Abu Sa'id al-Khudri and Abu Hurairah, the Prophet said, no fatigue, nor disease, nor sorrow, nor sadness, nor hurt, nor distress befalls a Muslim, even if it were the prick he receives from a thorn, but that Allah expiates some of his sins for that. And that is reported by Al-Bukhari. So any hurt that you get, any tear that falls, any, you know, distress, any worry, any anxiety, any sadness or depression, or even like this hadith says, a prick, you know, just a little tiny blood coming out of your hand. Allah you know, Allah removes your sins for you because of that, because of that hurt. Allah erases all your sins, not all of it, but he erases some of your sins for that pain. So subhanAllah, now think about this, right? Us ladies here, we go through this every, every month for like some people even have it. Maybe it goes from like five days, maybe four days to sometimes people have it like 10 days. It's pretty long, you know, all that time, all that pain that you go through. Keep in mind that Allah is removing sins for you. Allah is removing sins for you and he is rewarding you as well because you're going through that struggle. And if you go through the struggle and that pain with patience, then you'll get double the reward. You'll get so much reward because you are going through that pain for him. And you know, this is Allah's command that, you know, this is not in my control, but Allah, you know, made this to happen. This is how we were, Allah created us to be, you know, us women, he created us to have this, you know, period and menstruation and to have all this pain because he created us to be, to be like that. And we don't complain about it. And we go through it with a smile and we are patient and we just like, can't wait to get out of this world, you know, to go to Jannah, inshallah. I mean, may Allah grant us Jannah, but we are waiting to go to Jannah where that place is just full of perfection. There's no wrong. There's no hurt. There's no sadness. There is no pain. There's no tears. There's no depression. Like, of course, this world isn't perfect. We're going to go through so much pain, every pain. We're going to go through so much sadness and grief and hurt. But we know that this world is not forever. We know it's temporary. It's just a test. So this period pain as well is just a test from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And whenever we are patient with it and we are keeping in mind that Allah is removing our sins and we are keeping in mind that we have a better home. We have a home, you know, we have our actual real home in the akhirah, which is 10, like a million times better than this, even like infinity times better than this. It is so much better than this with no pain, none of this. And we know when we go there, we will not deal with any of the period pains. We will not deal with being like sad or angry mood swings or having to deal with bad people or all of that you know it'll be perfect over there so we also have to keep that in mind that every pain i'm going through i'm going to get rewarded i hope that allah will grant me jannah you know where this pain will not be allowed over there and you know and every time i'm going through this pain that one hurt every time you're like on the floor you know crouching or just like in pain on your bed having someone help you that allah is removing sins for you and that is from allah's mercy so whenever i said that you think Oh, Allah's being cruel to you because, you know, he is hurting you. You know, you, why are you going through all of this? Why are you going through all this pain? Why is he letting this happen to you? You know, you're supposed to be the merciful, right? He is a merciful, of course. And he is letting you go through all this pain so that you can get even something even better. So you can get Jannah. So you can get your sins removed. And we ladies, subhanAllah, alhamdulillah, Allah Akbar, we have this opportunity. Allah gave us this barakah. He gave us this ni'mah and this mercy from him to get our sins removed. So 
I'm just saying it is it is a painful thing, but just keeping that in mind that you will be rewarded and for every struggle, every tear, every pain you go through, your sins will be removed. Like subhanAllah, you would want to go through it a thousand times. If you go to the Akhirah and you see how many sins it removed for you, you'd want to go through your period of pains 10,000 times worse than this just so you can get even more sins removed. So I hope that also just like reminded you and motivated you to you know not complain about it and to keep strong that Allah is merciful and not also yeah yeah and not feel guilty about it because you know especially in Ramadan whenever you get your period in Ramadan it's like well now what am I supposed to do right like you can't pray you can't pray to Tarawi you can't pray to Hajj it's like a waste of your time you feeling guilty because you can't like you can't hold the Quran properly and read it and flip the page you know you can't you can't pray you can't wake up at like you know the last third of the night and pray to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala during Ramadan the most blessed month that was like every time you feel guilty and you feel like what am I supposed to do now right and inshallah this episode will help you for next year of what you can do next Ramadan inshallah we'll make it um what you can do during your period and um how you can still feel connected and stay connected with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala during that Ramadan. But yeah, a lot of people feel guilty that they have this period or they have this period and they aren't allowed to pray. Like they feel like that's on them, that they're supposed to be praying, but they can't and they feel guilty that they're not praying. Like I said before, it is not on you. It is not your control. It is Allah's control. It is Allah's will. It is his command that he gave us this period that we can't pray and he told us we can't pray. Because it, the period is like something dirty. And we want to pray in Allah in the most, you know, pure state, in the most holy state. That's what we do. We'll do, you know, we cleanse ourselves up. We wash our arms. We wash our faces, our feet. We want to, you know, rinse off that dirt, whether that dirt be like actual dirt or like sins. You know, we just want to clean ourselves. But with the period, it's hard to do. And there's, there's even more wisdom and, you know, barakah in a period probably that we'll get even more rewards, inshallah, in the, in the akhirah you know, after all this is done. So just saying, don't feel guilty about your period. It is not on you. It is not on you. Just now, all you got to do, this is a test from Allah. All you got to do is find a way to still stay connected with him, to still be patient and to not complain. And so to not complain and to be patient is to, what you, how you can do that is to remember your rewards of it, which is, you know, Jannah, inshallah, and also getting your sins removed. And then also to, what I say, to be able to know, right? If you to be able to know how you can be able to connect with him still, that's what I'm about to get into, inshallah. So yeah. I hope this makes you like feel better and not feel guilty about yourself because it is because it is not on you. It is not on you. And I need every single lady to hear this, every single Muslim out there to hear this that you shouldn't feel guilty, you know? Don't beat, don't, don't beat yourself down that, oh, I can't pray. This is so bad. I'm so mad. Why is Allah doing this to me? I want to pray and all of this. No, we have to figure out a way around it because it is Allah's command. This is Allah's test. So we have to now figure out what we're going to do to still stay connected to him. We have to figure out why Allah gave us this, you know? Why did Allah give us this test? Because maybe we can even, because we can connect with him even more. We can connect to them even more. And this gives us a chance to experience what life is like without praying, you know, without fasting. And subhanAllah, it makes you think, reflect on that actually. You know, next time you're on your period, reflect on how it feels not to not pray. Reflect on that feeling of not waking up for fajr and getting that barakah of the, you know, the sun rising and that just quietness and that peace. Write down how that feels of not being able to do that. 
Write down how it feels not being able to pray throughout the whole day. You know, just going out. You feel like something's missing out of your life, right? You feel like you should do something. You're doing all of this. Now, subhanAllah, think about the non-Muslims out there. How they're living their lives. They're doing this their, their whole lives. The rest of their lives. They're not praying. And they haven't been praying. Even from, you know, since they're young and now till they're old, they're never praying. So that week we are experiencing how non-Muslims feel. Astaghfirullah, of course we're not non-Muslims, but because we can't pray and they don't pray, we are like kind of stepping into the shoes of a non-Muslim and how they don't pray, you know? They don't pray and we just like, you know, whenever you don't pray, you feel like disgusted, you feel guilty, you feel like you're missing something, like your heart needs something, your soul needs something, you need something else. All this food and, you know, water, drinking, going out, nature, all these different things that we need, you know, like different aspects of our essential needs of our body or whatever, all of that, we are still missing a piece of that. We're still missing feeding our soul, which is throughout, like with prayer. And you just feel that in your heart, like you're missing, it's like a piece of you is gone. Now imagine that for the disbelievers, for the non-Muslims. They just don't have that for the rest of their lives. Like, what do they do? You're already sitting on your bed like, what am I doing if I don't pray? Now the non-Muslims, they just sit down on their couch. What are they doing? They don't have that connection with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that is where you have to be grateful to Allah for giving you that connection with Him. Like, alhamdulillah, He gave you the ability to be able to pray. So even going through that period you know and all of that time period where you can't you know you can't pray you're going through so much pain and you feel you're realizing like wow i need allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to get through my life you know i need to talk to him and all of this i can't believe like subhanallah i need him and then coming back out of that will make you even more grateful to allah that he gave you iman that he gave you the prayer that prayer is a privilege you know being able to pray is a privilege because even on the day of judgment right there are people who never prayed that and they want to do sujood on the, the day of judgment they want to do sujood but their their legs are like sticks they can't bend their legs they can't go down into sujood subhanallah they can't do that but we were able to do it now in this world so let's do it as much as we can but of course for for ladies of course we have that period where we can't and that is why we connect with allah even so much more because we're like alhamdulillah prayer is a privilege it is not you know, it is something so beautiful that Allah gave us that we need to be grateful for, all right? So, since I had that whole intro, and inshallah, I got you, you know, motivated and I felt you feeling good. Inshallah, I hope you like this already and I hope it's benefiting you. I want to go into four things that you guys, us ladies, can do to keep our iman up, you know, and to not make us feel disconnected from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So, yeah. All right, so the first, like, tip or reminder or, like, you know, advice that I want to give you about what you can do on your period is dhikr we know that you can't pray right you can't pray to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala you can't make do you know you can make du'a but you can't like get into that sujood and have that connection but you can still make dhikr you can do a lot of remembering of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and you can still make du'a so like I said before I think in the beginning of the episode if you were in a habit of just waking up for fajr like you're doing good like you finally got to do it you're waking up and all of this and then your period came you don't have to stop, you know, waking up for fajr. Of course, you can't pray, but you can still wake up for fajr and do dhikr. Like, put your um, put your prayer mat down, sit down on it, and start doing dhikr to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Still remember him then so that you don't lose, you know, your habit of just waking up at that specific time. So you can still continue that after your period is done. 
So dhikr is also very important because we always want to remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And there is so much power in remembrance of Allah. And check out that episode, I think. I don't remember what number, but I think it was called The Power of Remembering. But it is so important to remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Just even say Allahu Akbar, Alhamdulillah, Subhanallah, Subhanallah, Alhamdulillah, Allahu Akbar, all of them 33 times except Allahu Akbar 34 times. All of that, you get so many rewards and it'll just make you have a peaceful heart. And will make you, you know, still have that connection with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because you can't pray. And prayer is a form of remembering. You know, salah is a form of, of remembering Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because you're reciting his Quran and you're making dua for him and you're saying, you know, all these beautiful, beautiful things about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And you're remembering who he is and how great he is. That is Allah. But you can do that even with uh, on your period. You can do that without praying as well. You can get your, you know, dhikr, you can get your tasbih out and just start doing dhikr, anything. Say, you know, do istighfar, istighfar like a hundred times. Ask for dua, ask Allah for anything still. Since you're going through so much pain and all of that, Allah knows, Allah knows you're going through all that pain. Still ask him for anything, you know, ask him to make it better for you and make it go down and to help you with it. Ask him for anything still because that also more chance of him answering your dua because you are in so much pain and you are being patient and you're still worshiping him. Like a lot of people, even on their periods, they can go do some sins because they're like, oh, prayer, I don't need to do any spiritual things. No, Islam is still saying how women don't, you don't give up your spiritual side, you know, you don't give it up whenever you're on your period. It still reminds you to continue doing it. It still reminds you to continue connecting with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So you can do that by doing a lot of dhikr to him and waking up at, or even whenever you know, people are, when it's time to pray, like Dhuhr, Asr, Maghrib, and Aisha, and Fajr, get your prayer mat down for each of those times of prayer and put your put your prayer mat down, get your tasbih out, and start doing dhikr. And do it for like five to ten minutes, or how long it would take you to pray. Do that, you know? And I'll be like a sense that you are still connecting with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You're doing dhikr. And then also make dua to Him in that time as well, because that is the time of prayer. So if you have like family in your house and they're praying downstairs and that reminds you, oh, right now I can also, you know, quote unquote, be praying. And that is just get my prayer mat out or even just sit on your bed. But if you really want to feel connected still, like you're still quote unquote praying, get your prayer mat out and start doing your dhikr and your tasbih and all of that and start remembering Allah and asking him for anything, making dua to him. So that is one way that we can, you know. Stay in connection with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and make us still feel like, you know, he loves us. And of course, he make, He loves us 24-7, all the time. He loves us. He's the one that created us, okay? And inshallah, I want to do another episode. Uh, I don't want to spoil anything, but I'm excited to do that. But I want to do another episode about, you know, like, how much Allah loves us. I know I did that, but it's going to be on more about, like, females, again, for the ladies, you know? But I'm not going to spoil so much about that, inshallah, for another time. But yeah, so even reading a lot of surahs. So I'm going to get into my second one right now. Number two is you can still read the Quran. But the thing is, we can't touch it. Because like I said before, we are unpure. We need to be pure. We, even like reading the Quran, well, like when you're not on your period, whenever you do wudu and read the Quran, that is like you're in your pure state and you're reading the Quran and all of that. Because we're on a period, we can't pray and we're in our unpure state, we can't touch the Quran because the Quran is a miracle. It has so much power in it, you know? It's like we, no one unpure can touch it as well. No one unpure can touch it. So what you can do is you can still listen to the Quran. 
still listen to the Quran and you can also use your phone. Now, subhanAllah, we have technology. There's so many Quran apps, so many, you know, digital Quran on your phone. So you can even read it on your phone. Pull it out and start reading it. Still keep that habit of, you know, say you read five pages every day or like two pages every day. Say you read that many pages and then you started your period and you're like, oh my God, now I don't know how I'm supposed to continue reading the two pages and my habit, you know, it's going to become ruined and all of that. No, you can get out your phone. Alhamdulillah, Allah gave us this technology and we have these apps that have the Quran on it. So get it out and start reading it. Start reading the two pages on your phone as well to keep that habit and still feel connected with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Even going through so much pain and know that you're going to get rewarded because you are going out of your way. You're going out of your way to worship him even though you don't, you can't pray, you can't hold the Quran with your hand like physically, you can't fast. And like, like I said before, the people can go out and start sinning and all of that. But no, you, you stayed there and you still are worshiping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So again, it is a privilege and it is a good thing to so that's my second one. Listen to the Quran or read the Quran. And you can even do that as well during the time of prayer or the times whenever you usually read the Quran. So like you can also add that with the dhikr during the prayer. So during Dhuhr, Asr, Maghrib, Isha, Fajr. You can also add the five pages in there or the two pages in there. Like add it all there so that you're still connected with Allah and your period is not making you further from Allah. It is making you even closer to Him. That is our goal. That's what we need to make it happen. We need to make this period. We can't make it let us, we can't let it control us. We can't let it make us you know further away from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala we need to let it make us closer to him we need to let it you know make us even love him even more because of his mercy subhanallah and that we can continue still doing this and that he gave us opportunity to still you know do more dhikr and to read the quran like subhanallah for the dhikr i kind of forgot about this but for the dhikr have you ever realized that we don't need to do wudu for the dhikr to make dhikr we don't need to you know be in a specific you know way or state to Remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So like for, you know, praying, we have to make wudu and then we start praying. Although there's some things of, you know, some things of, like some deeds that we do, we have to do like prerequisites before we start doing it, right? But for dhikr, you can just grab it and start, you know, remembering Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Just grab it and start going. So even on your period, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave us opportunity to be able to still make dhikr to him. And now we have this technology to be able to read the Quran on our phone. So yeah, so that's the number one and number two, you know, one is just dhikr. Continue doing your dhikr even after. It doesn't matter. Continue doing your dhikr. It's a good thing. It's a good thing to do. And also, the second one is to read Quran. Still continue to read the Quran and stay in that habit. Just because you're not, just because you can't pray and you can't do all these things does not mean that you can't continue worshiping Allah and you can't keep reading the Quran. Um, the third one that I want to talk about is continue seeking knowledge, you know. Since that time, you have a lot more, uh, I know this sounds bad, but like, you know what I mean, more open space and not like you have to go like, go pray and all of this and all of that, right? You have more space and you don't know what to do because you can't pray and all of that. Now, seek more knowledge, you know, since in that absence of prayer, seek more knowledge. Go watch lectures on YouTube. There's so, like, there's like millions of lectures on YouTube, millions so go even watch one lecture. You can watch a lecture a day for each period that you're on. You can learn so many thing, things, write notes for it. You know, keep doing that. Read, read Islamic books. Because you can't read the Quran, like physical, get an Islamic book and start reading it. And I think it's in my link tree. I made a whole list of Islamic books that you can read. 
like really good books. It has the name of it, the author, the cost and where you can buy it. Check it out. It's in my link tree. But like it has so many good Islamic books like Allah Loves, Secrets of Divine, Allah Loves by Omar Suleiman, Secrets of Divine Love by Ehelwa, Reclaim Your Heart by Yasmin Mugahid. All those books and even more books. Like, go check that out because then you can also use that whenever you're on your period. So still, you know, seek knowledge for Allah's sake and still figure out who he is and know your deen and still stay connected to your iman and your deen. And so your iman doesn't, you know, flunk whenever you start your period. So the fourth tip or advice that I want to talk about is to be kind and do kind acts everywhere you go whenever you're on your period. So things like giving out charity to anybody, to someone on the street, give out charity to give charity to your mosque or send charity out to some place, you know, in the world that needs help, that needs help right now. Of course, charity is such a big act and you get so many rewards for giving charity. It is such a beautiful thing and it's such a powerful thing, subhanAllah. And also in that is also, you know, if someone is fasting in your family, I know it's like, Ramadan's over and all of that, but even next year, use this video for next year, even for Shawwal, all of that. For any time anyone is fasting, maybe one of your family members is doing fasting on Mondays and Thursdays or something's going on, even just feeding, you know, a fasting person. It is said that Muhammad said, whoever feeds a fasting person for him is the forgiveness of his sins and freeing his neck from the fire. So even feeding the person who is fasting has so much barakah in it and you get so many rewards for it and you get protected from the hellfire so it is also good and that is also a form of charity a charity can also be like smiling to somebody on the street just to be kind to someone complimenting somebody being like oh i love this thank you like i love this it looks so beautiful mashallah all of this just compliment making someone smile that is a form of charity helping somebody with their homework i don't know with with cooking help your mom out in the kitchen since you don't have like you don't have to pray maybe ask her if she needs help or just go help her out in the kitchen because she has to go pray so maybe help her cook a little bit while she's praying all of that help your dad out help anybody else try to just do kind acts while you are on your period and i know i know i know it's hard i deal with it too it's hard to even get up out of your bed you know because you're like in so much pain but sometimes we can even remember what i said you can get your sins removed and you're getting rewarded for this now imagine getting like rewarded on top of that by doing kind acts while you're in pain for allah's sake and doing it sincerely yeah think about that subhanallah think about that that you are in pain but you're going out of your way you are on your period and you you don't even pray you don't even have to have that connection with allah subhanahu wa ta'ala right there but you are still going out of your way and you're being sincere to others you're helping your mom over here you're giving charity out you're smiling at people you know you're not being angry you're being patient you're trying to be the kindest person out there for allah's sake and because you know the hadith where if, if you are not merciful to people then allah will not show mercy, mercy to you so you're being merciful to people because you want allah to show mercy to you because you are in pain so hope you get that logical you know connection but yeah so even any act of kindness you do you know if you can even since you like can wait yeah so even you can wake up your family to wake up for fajr help them get up to pray you do your own dhikr and then you can go back to sleep and all of that like you can do so many good acts while you're on your period you don't need to be lazy on your bed and i understand i know you're not like lazy lazy of course you're in pain but just this world is not perfect. This world is not forever. It is temporary. This body that you have, it's going to go bye, bye-bye, right? You're going to be 
it's even worse if you're complaining, if you are cursing, if you're cursing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, don't do that. And all of that, it's going to be even worse on the day of judgment for you. You're going to be in a million times more pain than that, right? So we want to be patient. We want to be on Allah's good side and we want to please him and we want him to be pleased with us, right? We want to be grateful to him because he is the Lord of all worlds. He created us and we are not going to stay with these bodies forever. When we go to the grave, it is our soul that's going to the barzakh. Our soul is going to the next life, but our bodies stay under that grave you know our bodies decompose and all of that and then we get raised up but we are in new bodies we are not in the same body right now so we need to also remember that and we need to be patient for that and we need to be grateful to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for giving us just chance to be able to help people you know and to be able to just help people around you and give charity and go to the masjid you can still go to the masjid people on your beard people women on your beard you can still go to the masjid and just chill there Read the Quran on your phone, do the dhikr, like you are praying, you know, like you are praying, but you're not. You're still worshiping Allah in the best way that you can, in the best way that he gave you because you can't pray. So you're finding other ways to be able to worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and Allah will reward you for that because you are still staying strong. You are still firm in your iman, you know, and there's a dua for being firm in your iman, and this is one of my favorite du'as. I love it. I love it so much, mashallah. Like, subhanAllah, it's so powerful. It's, Ya muqalib al-qulub, thabit qalbina ala deenik. Ya muqalib al-qulub, thabit qalbina ala deenik. Okay, so that du'a, it, it means, right? O controller of the heart, make my heart firm in your religion. Just because you know Allah is the controller of the hearts. He controls your hearts. He created your hearts. He can guide people, but he can also make them astray. It is all upon Allah. Like he guided your heart. He's the controller of your heart. SubhanAllah. I also just realized like he guides people to the right path. It is him who guided you where you are right now. You are listening to this because of him. And he guided your heart to go even closer to him because he wants you to be with him in Jannah. Inshallah. I mean. And you're asking him to make your heart firm in Islam, in his religion. You want you're asking him to you're asking him to make your heart, you know, not deviate from the the right path. You're asking him not to let it go astray and not to be afraid of anyone but him and just to be firm. Just be firm in Islam and know that is the truth. And know that is the truth and not go anywhere. So even when you're on your period, you are firm in Islam. You are firm and you're not going anywhere. You're still worshiping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because you love him and you love this religion. So, yeah. All right. So I think that is it. I think we got through all four and a little bit of reminders and advice and the motivations and some beneficial, you know, talks. And I hope you all benefited from this. You know, I hope this helps you all. All of us ladies who are struggling out there to be able to connect with Allah and keep our iman firm and connected with him while we're on our period. I hope I really, may Allah allow you to benefit from this episode, you know. I mean, I hope you benefited from this episode and I hope you got something out of it and made you more, you know, motivated. And made you thank Allah, just say alhamdulillah for giving you this opportunity to also listen to this episode, you know. So I wanted to review a little bit. So the first, the first tip slash advice that... I said was to oh my god why am i forgetting the first tip or advice that i told you was to uh do dhikr 
right? To remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because the power of remembering it is so important. Yeah, it is important to remember Allah constantly and that will keep your iman firm in him, you know, will make you connect with him whenever you also learn the meaning of what you are saying as well. The second one I said was you could still read the Quran. Read the Quran on your phone. You have it digitally. Keep that habit of reading the Quran and also both the Quran and the dhikr and making dua to Allah. You could still put your prayer mat down at the times of prayers and you could just sit there and you could just make dua and do dhikr and read your Quran. The third one I said was to seek knowledge. You know, it is very, it's a good thing to seek knowledge because also another hadith was that a person who is on a path of knowledge is also on the path to paradise. You know, going to seek knowledge is so important and it is good to know things, you know, so you're not ignorant about anything and it's good. So you know more about your deen and you stay connected with it. So that is good. Look at lectures on YouTube. Look at Islamic books. Again, on my link tree, I think it's a link in my bio in my Instagram. Click on that, the link tree. There's a whole list of Islamic books that you can go look and buy and read. And they're really, really good books. Um, the fourth one that I said was to do kind acts everywhere you go. Do kind acts because on top of the pain and you do kind acts, you'll get even more and more and more rewards because Allah sees your efforts. So kind acts like charity and helping your mom in the kitchen, helping somebody on the street, giving some like giving someone a smile, making someone smile, all of that smiling at someone. All of that is a form of charity. Just do that and just do something kind to somebody. Help somebody up, you know, even help someone on the street. Help. There's an old lady walking down, walking across the street and they're struggling with clo- like with their bags or something. If it's an old lady walking to her car, she's struggling with bags. Maybe help her, you know, with your good intentions, help her to put it in the car. Just something that simple can get you into Jannah. That could be the one thing that will help you, that will push you into Jannah. So it is very important. Make sure you keep that in mind as well. But I think that is it. Again, I hope you guys really enjoy this episode. You know, us ladies, we really, we really need the motivation. We do not, we can't get, you know, we can't feel down about this because it is also a blessing. We need to say Alhamdulillah. So just say Alhamdulillah. And then say that dua as well that I just told you. Ya muqalibil qulub, thabit qalbina ala deenik. Ya muqalibil qulub, thabit qalbina ala deenik. So yeah, that is the dua and you can search it up and all of that. I hope you really enjoy this episode. Inshallah, there's more to come and I'm excited for next time. Inshallah, inshallah, what I have planned will come through. And then, you know, it'll be a surprise, it'll be a surprise. This podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts, and Anchor, anywhere, anywhere you want to listen to it. It is also linked in my bio on Instagram. My Instagram is at underscore peace of mind 99 and that is the same with my TikTok, and my Twitter is p underscore o underscore m 99 so go check that out. Give it a follow, you know. Send me a DM on Instagram if you have any recommendations or suggestions. Um, if you have, if you want a topic that you want to hear, send me a recommend, I mean, send me a DM. This is again, someone's recommendation. They sent me and I thought it was a good idea to do. So yeah. So send me a DM. I'll inshallah open it whenever I can. If you need help with anything, I'll try to do that when I can. Thank you so much for listening. Alhamdulillah. I'm so grateful for you guys for doing all this. And also if you really love this podcast, if you want to see it keep growing and doing good, you know, support this podcast, you know, support it by um, listener support. It is in my bio, I think, in this episode and it's in my bio of in Instagram as well. So go check that out if you really love it. It's where I think you 
you can choose what you want to pay, but you can pay it monthly. And if you will support this podcast when you do that, because inshallah, I'll put that money also to this podcast to be able to get more things. And inshallah, we will still keep going up from here. Make dua for me and all of you. I'll make dua for all of you. May Allah guide us all. May he grant us genital for those. May he reward you all and make he make the struggle easy for us. And may he make us patient with the struggle of having those periods, you know, make us strong in our iman and make us firm in our iman. I mean, I mean, thank you so much for listening and I hope you enjoy. I'll see you next time. Ma'asalamah.